Welcome, everybody. It's episode 106 of the Red Leaf Retrocast. It's the anime edition coming at you. Tori Hickey, got a, maybe a short episode today. We say that, but then it always lasts like at least an hour. <laughs> I mean, sure, but uh, it'll definitely be an hour of something else other than anime, and then like 10 minutes of anime. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I, could give, I could give some thoughts. I've been, I've been keeping up with the, this seasonal anime pretty well, actually. Damn. I can give a I can uh, give a nice little update if you don't mind. Sure. Sure. Yeah, could do that. Welcome to the Red Lid Retrocast. Premier League. We edition. watch anime. I mean, we could talk Premier about the Premier League. I've watched Newcastle games. They suck. <laughs> They're really bad this Shocking. season. Holy shit. It's like the They're worst. They're really bad this season, <laughs> motherfucker. They were really bad last season. Oh, I'm aware. But this was like <laughs> I'll, th- th- this is a team that goes. We want to be relegated. <laughs> That's that sounds like Newcastle to me. Yeah. Oh man, uh, Alan, uh, the uh, Alan Shear era, no more. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time ago. Well, I mean, uh, you, I'm glad you got. The, I'm glad you got the reference. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking hell, Jesus Christ! No, but I mean, I just like it the fact that there was so much talk leading up to the fucking Aston Villa game as well. Like, just because it's like, one of the things I was focused on is obviously Aston Villa signed Danny Ings this season. And it was just like, oh man, Danny Ings scores a lot of goals, but he never scores against Newcastle. And then in the fucking the first half, he just pulls out a fucking scissor kick. Just absolutely fucking smashes the ball into net. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> what about, what was that about not scoring against Newcastle? Well, it's Newcastle. <laughs> that's that's how. <laughs> that's the answer. Like, it's almost entertaining to watch a team just be this terrible. It's it's quite something. As long as you don't support the team, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, as long as you don't give a shit, then it's, then it's great. <laughs> if you support the team, I'm sure it's not that fun. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a little, it's a little depressing on that end of the spectrum, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right, it's okay. You when you watch the people that watch uh, uh, fucking Newcastle at this point, they only watch it for uh, Alan and Maximin. All right, <laughs> that guy's entertaining. Oh boy, yeah. Bund- I'm just kind of waiting for uh, the Bundesliga to kind of get rolling here. That's that's. I say it. I feel like I say it every year, but that's kind of the league I pay attention to. It's not like Hanover's in the yeah. first division though. And it's gonna be the same as it always is. Lewandowski scores a bunch of goals, makes everyone looks like chumps. And Munich wins for the thirteenth out of sixteenth year or something. <laughs> Apparently, Lewandowski wants away from Bayern. Yeah, he's probably bored of being so awesome there. Probably. Uh, <laughs> like I watched, I watched the fucking the cup game between uh, Bayern and Dortmund, and it's just like it's always the same. It's like ah, oh, Dortmund wants to try to compete with Bayern, and, and I looked at the game and I'm like, yeah, this could be it because Bayern fucking their first game they were terrible. Maybe this is the year no. that I watch Dortmund. It's like, like I remember, like they were talking before. It's like the coach has said he wants to address personal, uh, like personal uh, issues, right? That fucking like um, for the uh, for the team, right? They make too many like individual errors and shit like that. And it was just that's the thing he wants to address. And I'm like, how bad can it actually be? The fact that 
the fact that uh, that the Dortmund didn't get smashed more by Bayern was entirely <laughs> down to Bayern just missing fucking chances. I don't understand. They never fucking learn. They keep repeating the same mistakes over and over. Why do you keep playing the ball out to the fucking right back who loses it every single time? Because Bayern is fucking targeting him because he's terrible. Stop doing that. But no, of course not. That would be learning. We have we haven't been instructed to play this way, so we will keep doing that. No matter how many fucking goals the opponent score. Look, Jurgen Klopp is not there the, anymore. We're back to like 2005 Rosicki era where they were the worst team in the league. Just about. <laughs> uh, hmm. It's actually just tragic to watch. It's like, you know, when you make a fucking mistake, you, f you fucking change shit up, all right? When you see something doesn't work. You change that shit. You don't fucking insist on keep going doing <laughs> the exact same thing. That doesn't fucking work. Well, unfortunately, that's the league that I watch, where it's uh, everyone plays for second place, and then you just watch the rest of the games. <laughs> it's everyone. It's a rough start. Hardest to lose second place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 just we want to make the Champions League, but we have no shot at first place. That's the Bundesliga. It sucks, but that's the reality of it. Suddenly a team fucking just gets a bit of momentum. They're within the fucking reach of Champions League. Maybe we will do it. Maybe we will do it. And then they just go into terrible form, losing like the next five, six games in a row. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's this, it's the age-old story. Whenever a German team starts to get good and on close to the level of competition, that uh, they lose a good three or four of their players to, well, either Bayern or the EPL gets a hold of them in some form of fashion. And it's just the way it works. It's it's been that way for twenty-five years. <laughs> it sucks. Mm. Anyways, anime podcast. Should we do it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a anime. All right. We well, eventually, <laughs> eventually, we're going to talk about the Dr. Slump movie set uh, because it's a... <sighs> Look, man, it was it was an easy watch, but uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So again, yeah. I, 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 mentioned, I mentioned it uh, at the end of the previous podcast. This was my pick. And the reason why I chose this is it's the Akira Toriyama show before Dragon Ball Z. It's in the it's from the early '80s. It was his uh, most popular venture that kind of kickstarted his career, basically, uh, for all intents and purposes. And the show itself went for like 300 episodes, but most of it is lost to time. And the only, the only, uh, there's been this like venture of trying to recover episodes from airings in many countries from around the world. So you might find, like, episode one is only in English. Episode four is only in Portuguese. And you have to... There's there's a there, there's an effort to try to get at least one consolidated subtitle, uh, a, a translation of all the episodes. I think there are only, like, 70 episodes in at this point. But for a while there, there was only, like, 20 recovered episodes in a single language and they, they've gotten it up. But the problem you then run into is uh, like I found the other day was there's a torrent file of these 70 episodes, but all the dubs are in just all kinds of different languages and the subtitles are all in English. It's, it's very wacky. So being that it was such a popular yeah. show that's just lost, I figured 
it's worth kind of looking into. We we checked out the manga and we kind of had fun with it. It's, it's goofy comedy. It's a little bit on the chill the 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 childish side. And the movie oh, set right. covers kind of the basic premise of what the show is. There there's they they basically function as multi long episodes uh, in reality of it all. And I think Very it's a much. good represent. Yeah, I think it was a good represent representation of the series, and it was worth kind of checking out from a retro anime perspective more than I guess our interest in the enjoyment of the show, uh, potentially. Yeah. Also, just uh, taking away all the the fancy words, JD bought the set of the movies, and he didn't feel like watching it, except he was if he was uh, obligated to do so, so he nominated it for the podcast. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's been on my plan to watch list for a while, just never got around to it. And this is as good as time yeah, as, yeah, as yeah, ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, oh, you, not mandatory worry, watch. Worry, Come on. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're doing the reviews of the Evangelion next time. Yeah, and that's a that's a that's a big announcement too. Uh, the Evangelion rebuild final movie came out. Uh, I think like last week, and it's on Amazon Prime. And we're gonna do something special where the whole the the next episode is a review of the rebuild movies, making a special exception for this because it's it's fucking Evangelion, the '90s powerhouse. Yeah. It prints money. We got to do it. And this was uh, your brilliant idea, Hickey. Yeah, it's totally not because I feel like watching the movies, but I don't feel like watching except if I'm obligated to do so in the podcast. No, of course not. <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, my funny story. I got vaccinated the first dosage, and it was Ooh. it is a terrible moment of my life. I hate oh. every single time of it, every single second. Uh for two reasons. One, I don't like getting vaccinated. I don't like needles. Yeah, so you gotta to you place. gotta be clear. You're not against vaccination, you're against the needle part. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I against obli- obligatory vaccination, but you should get vaccinated anyway. Yes, I don't uh, want polio, for example. <laughs> oh, yeah, polio sucks. Why not? <laughs> Why not? It sounds so cool. <laughs> it was anyway. hip in the 40s. Let's get it. <laughs> so I, my blood pressure dropped so much, I went into a cardiac arrest, oh my almost God. a cardiac arrest, and a hypothermia uh, case. It wasn't very fun. So I was not having a good time. Then it got to my time to get vaccinated. And my problem is not the shot itself. Once the needle is in, I'm okay. I just relax. It's fine. Problem is before that. And something funny happened here. When they started vaccinating, uh, they were showing in national television the, the old people getting vaccinated. The thing is, the nurse that was applying the, the vaccine when they were showing it, she got nervous and she put the needle in and forgot to press the syringe. So she took it off without actually applying the vaccine. Why would they show the that on TV? Was it live? No, because like it was live. It was live. Oh. And she got I think she got nervous or she kind of forgot to, to press it, right? Oh, poor girl. So people people were like, they are not vaccinating anyone, they're faking it, and why not? So now what they do with every single vaccine is that they will show you the syringe. Oh, with you have the liquid to you inside. have to watch now. No, you need to look at it. They they put it like two inches in front of your eyes, the needle with the liquid, and say, "Here's 15, uh, 50 milliliters oh, of the I vaccine." Oh, I see. Okay, 
I will inject this to you. And once it's done, I'll show it to you empty. So you know we actually got vaccinated. Problem is, I don't like needles. So I was okay. I was like, I'm not gonna look. Until they it's showed fine. you the needle, yeah. <laughs> you know, every single every single other time I got vaccinated is like, I am okay. They don't show me. It's fine. Doesn't matter. She put the needle right in front of my face and said, and and I only heard this is 50 milliliters, and then everything got. I just spaced out. Everything went out of focus and oh, started no. to get white. And I'm like, just vex. I just just a just, straight just, anxiety just, attack. Yeah, I was like, just vaccinate <laughs> me. I I am going to pass out. This is gonna be fun. And then she started laughing, so she vaccinated me and showed me the empty thing. After that, I went to work. Then the side effects kicked in. Um, from the first shot. Because from the first shot. Or are you sure it's this the, wasn't like a the, side effect from your heart rate coming back down? It was. It was the <laughs> second. It, it was. I think it was both. Because when I got. Uh, in the morning, because it was early morning when I took the shot, probably the morning was the kind of my, 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 my heart beating going back to normal. But in the afternoon, I couldn't do anything because I was extremely like sluggish. And I start to feel my throat kind of funny. And it was the same kind of feeling I had when I had COVID in the beginning of the year. And I was like, oh, this is the same as the day before I actually got really, really, a really, really bad case of, not really, really bad case of COVID, but it was bad enough. And I was like, oh, I see. So this is the side effect. I took the Oxford one, the AstraZeneca, which they say the first shot is the worst one. Really? Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, you know, it's fine. I'm just going to take some medicine so I don't have fever and it will be fine. I worked kind of. I don't remember much what I did. I came home and I slept the whole day, the, the rest of the day up to today morning. And I'm okay now. The problem is when I had COVID and I recovered, I lost my sense of smell and it sucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was recovering well. What about your like, sense you know of what? taste? The sense of taste when I had it, it was gone for like three weeks and then came back okay yeah, because yeah. I, I never quite recovered my sense of smell it kind of started affecting my taste buds again yeah so like it's wild at the beginning under the beginning of the august i couldn't really taste anything except like a few chemicals um <laughs> wait <laughs> hold on <laughs> You can taste a few chemicals. Uh, yeah, foods foods have chemicals. Yeah, I, I, I get it. It's just the the word the the verbiage. Of the yeah, words. yeah, yeah. So, for example, <laughs> coffee for me for ever since I got COVID, it tastes and smells like washing machine soap with sugar. Oh, so your 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 taste buds and smell are all out of whack. Yeah, and, and the problem is my brain is starting to say, "Oh, so that's the normal taste of coffee." Oh no, that's so weird. Yeah, 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 it's really bad. But I was recovering, and my I have a cousin that works with you know recovery and why not? And he said, "Oh, just takes a bunch of substances like wood and metal and nerve and smell them through the day, so you get accustomed." Uh, with it again yeah you gotta you gotta like right retrain now, your brain yeah my, to, yeah, my to biggest like what you're right visualizing now, what you're what you're smelling what is the taste what yeah. i should taste and and kind of recover the, the 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 smell palette because my biggest problem right now is cooking gas okay 
because I cannot smell it. So imagine if I come home and there's actually a gas leak, I won't be able to smell it and I just flip the flip the lights on and everything goes boom. It's really bad. But I was recovering. It's fine. Guess what happened? I woke up today and I cannot smell anything and I cannot taste anything. I had fish for lunch. It tasted like cardboard. Oh, and no. In my life, I, I am in a spiral of sadness and miserability right now. <laughs> because just breathing, the air smells like cardboard. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> it's not fun. And I thought, I thought, I thought getting vaccinated would help me. <laughs> but it just... It made my life so miserable because I cannot smell or taste anything oh, it's anymore. So again. inconvenient for you right now. <laughs> well, it is. I try to like eat fruits, and the fruits taste like mushroom paper. <laughs> paper mache. <laughs> yeah, paper mache. You know when you're a kid and you kind of sometimes you chewed. Have you ever chewed on paper mache? And because there's color, it kind of had tastes like. Eh. It tastes like no. blue. <laughs> kind of uh, bitter. Bitter paper? I don't it have many like memories of, of, of eating paper when I was a child. <laughs> How about wax? Wax. Like candle wax. No. 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 Only no. in the only in the bedroom when it gets weird. Okay. Uh that's good enough. That's a kid. <laughs> All right. Okay. The more we know. Yeah, that's not good enough. As a as a kid, in the uh, no no, no. <laughs> well, as a kid, <laughs> but yeah, but now like everything just doesn't taste and doesn't smell like anything again. I'm and sure it'll come back because I I don't know how my brain will kind of assimilate that. Maybe it'll come back in a month. Who knows? Yeah, I I drink coffee today and it it didn't it didn't taste like anything. It's just like hot water. So do you? So really in in sad. in Brazil, do you have your second shot already lined up? Yeah, it'd be November. November. To, oh wow! They they give me like from this day on, you get your sight, and you you know shadow your second shot. That's it. Hmm. So they, they give me the little card and they put on... I had to do the the registering on the side first. Yep. It's state by state, by the way. My state does that. Other states don't. For example, Rio is doing without shadowing and each day they do a age. So I think yesterday was 19 years old. Today is 18 years old. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is probably 17. They stop in 17 and restart. So those who missed can take so 60, I got 59, you. 58, 57, and it goes like that without shadowing. Here, you need to shadow everything. They give tickets I online. See. And I so, got mine for yesterday. It's super uh, interesting how different countries have gone about uh, dis distribution, uh, the mindset of cultures coming into uh, effect. Uh, even in my own country here, the United States, how just different different states are handling things like i spoke to my dad yeah. for almost an hour this morning about uh in houston texas they're they're had they're, they're the the um the governor of texas uh is out of his mind and 
the people in Houston, uh, the mayor is uh, is getting a, a system approved where they're trying to get pe- they're trying to pay people to take vaccines. A hundred dollars for the first shot, fifty dollars for the second one, and there's so many people that still. Like kind of in your case, Hickey, where people saw something on the news where the nurse uh, got nervous and it, it just it, it just exemplifies kind of a conspiracy theory in people. And uh, and then and then you got the governor on top of of Texas coming on the news saying uh, he's trying to get a law passed where schools aren't allowed to even have masks in schools, for example. You got another like politician that said black people are the cause of infection rates. Like people are out of their fucking mind and, and you just really see the worst in people and how uh, different cultures react to these things. It's, it's definitely a, I, I, I'm sure cultural studies in colleges are just having a field day with all this. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind. I just, it just sucked that yeah, uh, last week it was like 25 years old. And it was like, I missed the actual 25-year-old by a week. On, on my birthday, it became like 18 plus, so I had to compete with a bunch more people. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. But right now, it's just, man, I just wish I could taste things. It's crazy. Like, I, I, can I taste was just a little, things. yeah, I was just a little tired after my second shot. That was it. It's probably because I had COVID. Yeah, I, I, my, I, yeah, I have, my... I have heard from numerous uh, people that I know and uh, people that I work with that had COVID that they had a uh, a much worse reaction to the second shot. It's not universal, of course, but it just seems to be just in my experience with the people I know that it's more uh, it's more common. Yeah. Couple that with the fact that he took the AstraZeneca vaccine, and from what I've heard of the people I've taken that that thing fucking kicks your ass. And the way that the other dude, I, dude, I I came home. I bought a bunch of beer for something that wasn't going to happen today, but doesn't happen. It won't happen anymore. Uh, I came home. I just said, "Thank hey. God I didn't pass out inside of the bus." Uh-huh. So I just I just took off my clothes and slept. Then I woke up. What time was it? I woke up to like ten p.m. I ate something. Then I just spaced out until 1 a.m. and then went to sleep again. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. I didn't do anything. I didn't like look at my phone and why not? I just lay down on my bed and look up for like three hours and then went to bed and <laughs> went to sleep again. <laughs> that thing kicked my butt real hard and now I cannot smell or taste anything. <laughs> Also, not to mention that I had a polystyrene intoxication at the beginning of the week, and it was really bad as well. <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, you know, just yeah, just throw that in there on the side. Uh, shit happens, man. Shall we talk about anime? Sure. Should we? Yeah, I, f- I think we should. We we wasted a lot of time already. Yeah, it kind of yeah. kind of just flew by. Actually, that's uh, that's kind of cool. Actually, um, yeah. I finally finished like the first half of Tokyo Revengers. Nice. I watched I watched uh, three episodes this morning. I'm not really feeling how the first half ended. It finally it kind of feels like a restart of the series, and it's a real big pet peeve of mine. Where um, he thinks he fixed the past, if you know what I mean. How far are you, Hickey? Are you like caught up or finished or something? 
Yeah, most likely. I need to can't, I can't catch up with it because I've, I've already watched the manga because of that I don't feel pressure to keep ah. up with the series. Yeah, I just finished up to episode 12. So I've watched but it's most likely like, something really big happens and then, yeah, there's a huge reset. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, no shit. No shit is going wrong for all the set of problems that it itches solve god damn it yeah yeah and it's 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 such a uh it's such a common trope and not just anime and a lot of storytelling and just trying to reset the story to uh, just tell it again and extend it it seems very it almost seems unnecessary when at least that's just the future not so much the past yeah it's weird i'm i i don't i don't hate it but i do find myself there is something the show is doing that I'm noticing I, I get kind of irritated at. And that's Tokyo Revengers is really adamant about the character, <laughs> usually the main character, uh, Prime Bitch Boy uh, 101, of him like looking down at the ground and crying and self-monologuing to himself how everything sucks. And then it'll do a recap of something either earlier in the episode or from the last episode or the previous one. So it's a good, and and on episode 12 here that I finished uh, just an hour ago uh, prior to recording, I find myself just, I, I kind of tested to see how, long, how much of the episode you could kind of skip through if when you get to that moment of just nothing happening and he's crying to himself. The episode turns it, it turns from like 23 minutes into almost 14 minutes. That's how much you can just skip through that. It's pretty it's pretty wild. I'm like, man, no wonder I feel like these episodes kind of go on forever unnecessarily. I found that kind of interesting. Yeah, kind of, but that's pretty much most of more than anime. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Tokyo Revengers itself uh because like let's face it, One Piece does that shit constantly. You, yeah. You're just paying attention to that because of the other inherent problems of this anime. The the adult life 101, you'll just look down, you go into self-monologue while crying, and then you just, your boss comes and says, yo, 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 you're wasting your time. Go back to work. Yeah, Cry later. and then he just leaves. <laughs> Why can't but it do this fucking reasonable thing like, you know, the one pieces of the world does where the entire recap is at the beginning of the episode. So yeah, sure, it's only 15 minutes of new content. 15 minutes of new content. Uh, but fucking... <laughs> at least you know you can just skip all that shit and then the rest of what you're watching is new. Yes, that's a, that's a very good point, actually. Like, in the middle of the episode, I'm not finding myself two, three minutes every five minutes <laughs> just watching a mm. recap or the character crying, staring at the ground. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, it kind of reminds me, if you know the whole, like, old thing where it's, like, in order to, like, drum up suspense that they would do with, like, TV series or what? You know the fucking, like, halfway, like, ad roll? You know, I was like, they build up to something for that. And then after the ad, it's like, they go back and they redo it and usually change whatever happened because, you know, it wasn't that serious as it seemed before. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, kinda, yeah. It's they... kind of that, like that it reminds me of, the, because that's like, that's nowhere near as much of a recap. But it's like, that also started annoying me really fast when, when shows started doing that. And I'm just like, I fucking hate that because the moment I see something and it immediately cuts to, to an ad, I know that they're going to reset that and they're going to change what actually happened. Yeah, it's a big they it's a big television technique. It's not just anime that does it. It's it's a lot no, of know, TV know, shows in general uh, yeah, where yeah. live action has done that for a long time. Yeah. It's like I said it's to, it's to fucking it's to get people sticking around, right? Ad is coming up and it's like, "Oh, we got to make sure they don't leave." 
Yeah, you you because um, television uh, viewership loses the most viewership during a commercial. So they got to try to come up mm-hmm. with a hook uh, to to keep you there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one show so on. I lie to you. Yeah, one show I'm really enjoying, and I said this. Uh, I, I don't know if it was last time or the time before. Is uh, Idots and Deities? Like this show is so so wacky. It's super different. It's mature. It's on uh, Noitamina of all things. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't mention that yeah. before. And a- any show that gets on Noitamina is is always going to be on the more mature side. And this is definitely on the mature side, but it's also got the the wacky shonen ness to it that I do find myself just entertained by. And one aspect of the show that is just super entertaining is the concept of, and they they really dove further into it in the last couple episodes. Was, uh, so you got the deities who just kind of come into existence, and then you got demons whom have. Uh, they established that they've adapted human brains, so they're not just these out-of-control monsters uh, like the show first um, established them as. So there's a moment where one of the deities kind of strips nude a demon, and he just goes, nice rack, and she's all embarrassed, and he goes, see, that's what I'm talking about. You demons uh, now have this uh, sense of like pride and embarrassment. Ah, it's so worthless. Like, and And he just explains what a foreign concept that is and it's really like now they're now that's their main weakness and that's why he wins so there was a there was a purpose to that kind of comedic moment which and then they keep and then they keep touching on that over time where it's a it's a rolling theme where the deities uh yeah they're strong like supernatural being beings basically and don't really care about humans and they 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 admit it they're like yeah i mean i guess we protect them but it's not like a big deal if a whole bunch die. <laughs> we just don't we just don't want the whole world to go out of control. So they got to kind of they have this super uh ethical st- ethics standpoint for all life on the planet, not just focused on humanity while demons have kind of focused on humanity in this whole way, but they also have this like super evil side to them. It's very wacky and uh, it, it's I'm I'm super into that that show. Uh what does it have on Mal right now, actually? It's a score. Let's see. It's got... Well, it's not one of the more popular shows. It's got a 7.56. Score. Yeah, it's good enough. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not bad. It's by MAPPA, so it's like it's very colorful and well-animated. I, I quite like that. Uh, so far. <laughs> yeah, so far. Yeah. <laughs> How many episodes will there be? Of Edotin? Yeah, I've I've seen six. There's seven out, or I've seen five. There's six out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes have I seen? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, open Crunchyroll. I have seen yeah. five, and six are out. Since All I don't right. have Crunchyroll Prime, I gotta wait a week for the newest one. Not a big deal. <sighs> I caught up on. Detective is already dead. Show that one. I've seen six out of six shows, <laughs> six episodes already. What the hell is that? is already dead. Yeah, uh, Hickey, you uh, you convinced me to check this show out. I've I've watched half the season already. This show is so bizarre. Wacky. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like I don't want to make of it. Like the character is 
the characters, especially the main one. You weren't main kidding. Main one is a, is, is a well, shit. Like Sorry, you weren't you weren't kidding when you described this character as basically an adult, but they established him as a middle school kid, like he's thirteen. No, I think he's in high school. Well, now he now he is, but he still acts like he's he's like thirty years old. Yep. And there's, it, it doesn't fit, like the establishment yeah, yeah. of characters' ages and how they hang out and everything. It it doesn't fit the the lifestyle. It it, it, it it's so contradictory. It's so it's so yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to make of it when wacky. I'm watching yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite wacky. You just go like, oh, they are just pretending to be high schoolers. They are young adults. They and. It becomes less wacky, but the story itself is quite wacky on itself. Yeah, I, I just I, I can't make heads or tails of what they're going for, how they go for it. Why? Why did they come to this conclusion? Like it's so much doesn't make sense, even in its own little universe to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's based on a manga, right? Uh, light novel. Light novel. Okay. Yeah. No, but it's pretty. Uh... Probably sounds to me like it's one of those cases where somebody came up with a concept and then the editor was like, mm, yeah. How about if it said that in high school, though? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, just, I, 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 I believe you. Nah. Seems like, yeah. nah, don't, don't worry about that. Just keep everything it's... the same, but send it in high school. It, it becomes more relatable then. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure, I boss. Guess, I guess. Maybe. It doesn't make sense. Yes, fucking, who's going to relate to this fucking divorced 13 year old? But yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that is a good that is a good way to describe it because the character acts like he's a divorced like single guy but he's actually like 14 hit <laughs> <laughs> closed you oh my god Jesus, like he, you know it makes perfect sense he behaves like me <laughs> no I don't like you saying I act like a 14 year old <laughs> no uh, sometimes 14 year old doesn't act like a 14 year old like I would say, a fourteen-year-old doesn't have problems with drinking, but depending when, when where you live, that's that well, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It uh, could be, it could be true. Yeah. Really, really going for the jugular with that one? <laughs> nah, no, JJ. The first, <laughs> the first step to just solving a problem is admitting you have one. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> I, I I came to realization I have a problem with drinking. That's why I drink less now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, your your expl your explanation like is I know a drinking problem because I have one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I was almost passing out due to the COVID shot, and even still, instead of coming home, I went to a bar and bought a bunch of beer and came home with that. <laughs> And then I pass on. <laughs> Hecky, how often do you think I drink? Uh, every week. Uh, I haven't had one this week. <laughs> Suddenly has to think about it and hold on shit. <laughs> I mean... At least we were three-day pause because, you know, your liver uh, appreciates those little pauses. Uh, I since Since I got my second vaccine, uh, just about every... Friday after work, I go and have a couple beers at a bar. Yeah. And then... That's good enough. You just don't get wasted that no. often anymore. That's good enough. Mm -hmm. Oh, lucky. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. The last time we got really wasted was two weeks ago. 
I didn't even get wasted on my birthday. Look at that. I hope this was a Sunday. I mean, I got wasted last Uh, Friday. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, no. I don't like, I know I got wasted because I came home with an Uber and the Uber said, Oh man, I thought you were going to rob me. I was like, Nah, nah, I don't do that anymore. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, that's a good parting parting gift. (laughs) I thought you were going to rob me or stab me. Ah, come on. That's the old me. <laughs> yeah, so nah, I'm, you know, I didn't yeah, bring a yeah, weapon I'm this joking. time. It's all right. Yeah, I was like, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm yeah, I forgot my knife prosecution at office. I was like, yeah, I know. I know how hard it is. I worked in the prosecution office. And I started, like, talking about this time where there was this this criminal case where the guy tried to rob an Uber and someone just came out of nowhere. I think it was like a vigilante. I guess, I guess he was stealing the Uber, and when the guys tried to escape with the car, he just rammed the Uber car and went out of his car and just fucking opened fire on the criminals and just killed everyone and just left. And the Uber driver was just watching all of that. Bro. I was like, yeah. It sounded <laughs> straight out of a movie. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, oh that, that's cool. I was like, yeah, it was, it was really cool. There were videos of it. I was like... <laughs> It was a cool. It was a cool occurrence. I'm gonna lie. It was a straight out of a movie, and no one found the guy. Wink, wink. Uh, the police <laughs> really tried. They're hard to find the guy who killed the criminals. Wink, wink. Oh my uh, god. They they couldn't <laughs> find the guy. Wink, wink. And I I also tried really hard to with investigation. Wink. You're wink. winking a lot. Are, uh, your, are your eyes okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, something 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 fell on my eye. Yeah, okay. He's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I was thinking about that COVID vaccine. My eyes started twitching. <laughs> oh, God. I cannot wait for the... I still need to the second shot, dude. I will never recover my sense of smell. <laughs> it's not coming back. I can I'll finally hit... smell again. All right, Hick, it's time for your second dose. Oh, God. <laughs> if I move out, I'll have to, like, put... Uh, I put some measures against gas bags. Because I'm just going to kill myself. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, anyway, shall we talk about Doctor Slump? Is about that time. I think so. Yeah, isn't sure. It? Sure. Uh, the Aquarium anime is still very beautiful. That's all. Uh, <sighs> nobody cares about PA works. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Come on. Nobody Everyone care about cute anime girls. I, and well animated sure. anime. I guess. Uh, no, that's just a lie. Okay. All right, I'm playing the drop. (laughs) All right, thank you, Lupin. Looking forward to part six coming out next season. Sentai Filmworks had a hold of it. There we go. Hell yeah. Okay. 38 minutes into the show, let's talk about what this episode's about. And let's hey. end it. <laughs> minutes in and let's end it. <laughs> okay. Dr. Slump, uh, the first five movies. So we're, this is the episode's titled uh, Dr. Slump Movie Set. That's what we're doing here. Uh, we got movies one through five. Uh, all of them were short and sweet. I will, I will, uh, I did like that. They, were, they weren't <sighs> difficult Except to watch. one that was like 90 minutes long. Uh, yeah, the second one was, I think, what? An hour and twenty minutes, I think. An hour. I think it was the second one. It was was the the okay. So let's go. Definitely the second one. Yeah. Yeah. See, the second one was hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I, I guess uh, I guess I'll just give a nice little short summary. I'll just read the minimalist one of what Doctor Slump is. Uh, Doctor Slump creates a little android girl, calls her Rale. Very, she's extremely strong, happy, and uh, she lacks basically common sense. They live in a place called Penguin Village, and shenanigans happen. Simple enough. Same. Yeah. <laughs> also, this was created during a mushroom infused fever dream. Most likely. Someone probably had Definitely. a drinking problem at the same time while in the making I don't of the Araki, No, Araki <laughs> probably had a drug problem, to be honest with you. <laughs> that is the shit that happens in Dr. Slump, even in the background, it, it, it's not related to alcohol at all, unless you're truly severely poisoned by it. <laughs> so for those that don't know, it's uh, Kiryu Toriyama, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, he created a... Uh, Imagine Dragon Ball, the original, but now with an android girl, and it's all only comedy. I think that's a good way to describe it. And the comedy is pretty much just them trying to skirt a, to fucking skirt the line of what is and isn't considered copyright. <laughs> oh, God yeah. Okay, so the, fi- the five movies are titled. Uh, movie one is Hello, Wonder Island. Uh, movie two is Space Adventure. Movie three is Great Round the World Race. Movie four is The Treasure of Nan Aba Castle. And movie five is uh, City of Dreams Macopolis, which is a straight parody of a bunch of other shows, basically. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you the first question, guys. Did you have a favorite and least favorite of the five movies? Because let's face simple it, simple like, answer. <laughs> okay, no. simple answer. No, the answer is no. Simple answer, all absolutely bad. not. No, they're all bad. Okay, I don't even think I'm genuinely qualified to fucking review this shit because I don't even know what to think about it. I did not have a good time. If I had to say the one <laughs> I liked the least, it would be the fifth movie. For the simple reason that at that point I was so fucking fed up with this shit that I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I oh, was no. at two times speed. It felt like it still felt like it took two fucking hours. But I would also probably give a fucking round for the second movie because it's got too goddamn long. But positives for that at least. The fucking villain is voiced by the guy by the fucking guy who originally voiced Lupin. And that is so fucking weird to me when he started talking. I'm like, I know this voice. I knew I recognized it. <laughs> this voice is familiar and then i look it's like what who is it who is it what i can't think of there's somebody i've heard many times before but i can't think of it because you know look has a new voice actor voice actor or has had for a long time so it's like what is it who? then i look at it, it's like it's the fucking lupon he does sound like lupon he is lupon <laughs> oh i'm sorry uh... didn't... so why did you uh watch like past the second movie then because it's fucking movies and they're all like thirty minutes. Okay, so except for one, wasn't the wasn't the worst experience in your life? Uh, it's up there. <laughs> ask me again in a couple of years, and so maybe I'll. I mean, a, you dropped initial opinion, D, but you completed the Doctor Slump movies. 
I did. Well, only five of them. There's way more. <laughs> yeah, there's like 11 But, but basically, them. what I'm trying to say is if you come here and say we're doing fucking f five more, then no. No, no. That will no. be without me. <laughs> I think we're, I think we're uh, Dr. Slumped out after this one. <laughs> yes, I am Dr. I was Dr. Slumped out after the first one. I, I looked at it and I was just like, uh, highlights for this the entire thing for me was when I posted a fucking screenshot on Twitter of uh, Superman. 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 <laughs> I fucking, uh, I, I, I basically started getting a bunch of likes after a while. And then I realized uh, one of the guys who like, liked it is called Senbei Norimaki. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just like, nice. <laughs> that so, is so fucking random. But, so for those that don't know, Sen Senbei is the uh, the main scientist uh, character who created uh, Arale. Yeah. Yeah, he's he is Doctor Slump. <laughs> he is Doctor Slump. I thought that was fucking neat. I was like, oh, nice. That is the most random thing. I did not expect to see fucking a, a fucking fan account on Twitter. You know, this guy's like, oh, nice, you're talking about Doctor Slump. <laughs> Finally, like, oh. someone's talking about my thing. <laughs> Goes to my tweets. Oh my god, this guy's complaining. <laughs> Let's see, let's see, let's see. I guess the third movie, the race across the world. That that was also my favorite. And the worst one is the second because it's so goddamn long. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I could be drinking when I watched this. Not gonna lie. I think my least favorite was the first one. Cause... I think it wasn't because I'm pretty sure that's a. I remember that from the manga. I remember reading that. It just felt like an episode of Doctor Slump. It, it didn't really yeah. Doctor Slump. It's 25 minutes. Yeah, it it didn't serve a, like like a purpose to me. It didn't have a long enough or interesting story. I did. I didn't really laugh at any of the jokes. So. It didn't serve a purpose. Did any of these movies serve a fucking? Well, I mean, there was oh a there was a beginning, God. middle, and end uh, to all of them. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> technically, uh, kind of, maybe, eh, sorta. It does technically qualify as a story. Thank you, Jakey. Yeah. So movie one is all about trying to find a love potion. Hijinks ensue. Not much else happens there. Uh, Arale fights a dragon of sorts. Haha. -ha. Uh, the uh -huh. second the second movie the was an hour and a half, like by far the longest one, and it's all about like it probably has the most in depth plot to it. So I guess that would be one to seek out. It's all about this uh, galactic evil scientist called Masharito, and he's I guess totally not Lupin. He's totally not. Yeah, he's totally not Lupin. Um. He's holding the parents of the teacher's planet hostage so he can marry her. And it's up to Senbei and crew to try to stop it, basically. And it just, it goes on forever. <laughs> it's a lot of wacky fights. Sure does. Uh, Movie three yeah, sure. is A Race Around the World. It's just a straight up episode of like wacky racers. That yeah, was 52 minutes. So I was no. entertained by it. <laughs> it's Speed Racer. Yeah, it's Speed Racer, but comedy. With a bunch of like, know, weapons and stuff. Speed Racer, but comedy. 
Well, I mean, Speed Racer is pretty funny in the modern eyes. Yes, <laughs> we did cover that. Speed Racer is actually a action. It's actually an action show. He kills a lot of people in that show. He does, yeah. Oh, like life. A lot of people possibly died in this movie, this uh, wacky race movie. Uh, ah. Masharito returns for the third movie, and uh, the winner of the race will get to marry the princess but the so this was weird because i thought they were the same character the teacher and the no, 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 no. alien daughter no, but no, apparently no. they're they just look exactly the same and they switch places they pull like a parent trap situation there yeah no, I, fuck, the most upsetting thing for me for the third movie is that Macherito is back and he has a new voice actor and i'm like motherfucker yeah he did give me lupon again <laughs> movie four. i can't get to keep spending time with lupon yeah, movie four was about like recovering a jewel and it has power and then there's a genie inside the jewel or whatever the fuck. It hardly matters. <laughs> and then movie movie go. five was just uh, kids go to Macopolis and they just kind of dream up having fun and everything was a parody. So we got uh, we got there's one character that's a straight up Astro Boy ripoff. There's another that's uh they even threw it in the movie of of a uh, fist of the north star. <laughs> like, yep. To the T. I never knew I was so strong. <laughs> yeah, so at least I got some good parody laughs in that episode. Episode no. movie. See, that was 38 minutes. Movie 4 was 48 minutes. There's a theme here. Did you guys have a favorite character or least favorite? Jeez. Uh, I don't know anything about these characters. I know they're all retarded. That's about it. I like the car from the second, the third movie. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, the car's got personality. He's all depressed and sad. (laughs) Every, Every single machine has a consciousness. That car is a real adult. What was the car's name? It's like Baboro Boro or something? Borobo, like that. Is, yeah, it's just comedic skits. Like <laughs> you just need oh, to know Arale's name. That's about it, and that she's a robot. That if you don't know that, it will be a little bit weird coming into this. Although <laughs> there's talking pigs and dinosaurs everywhere, so a kid with human strength is not really that. Extra, extraordinary in Doctor Slump universe. Yeah, not really. And they kind of treat her as just they treat her co- her lack of common sense as the as the issue <laughs> because then she doesn't know her own strength. Icky, you're kind of bugging out there. <laughs> Excuse me. You're bugging out. Yeah. Okay. Do we have any more thoughts? Because I have a favorite character. Uh, All right, go ahead. Give it. <laughs> the biggest surprise in this is that in movie five, Senbei is apparently married to Sensei, and I wasn't expecting that. And I got extra. It's like what? Sen Senbei is is married? What happened yeah. to the joke? What about the joke about him not being able to marry? What's wrong? He can't get the girl? 
No, it's just that even in the manga, we didn't. I guess we didn't catch the part where he got married to the teacher. Yeah, I guess. I was not. like, wait, why? Why is the teacher in Senbei's house? Wait, they're married. What? Well, I mean, one thing to note is each of these movies came came out annually, and mm. so we start in. Let's see, the original show started in spring 1981, and it ended in fall 86, or uh, I'm sorry, winter 86. So the first movie comes out in the summer of 81, and it goes on annually because the uh, the fifth movie we watched came out in the summer of 85. So we kind of got... We kind of got uh, shoved into the world after a year of the show being out. So it would make sense that after you know five years of the show be it out that they advance the story in some way. Black or uh-huh. story, quote unquote. I'll put that in quotes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I still, no, I agree. I agree with that. That was that was kind of weird. Just because it was like this little moment where I'm just like when she's in their house and I was like, oh, yeah, wait, huh? <laughs> why? Why are you what? <laughs> why why are you here? Hmm? What? I was like, yeah, no, let's go back to bed. I was like, Excuse let's go, me? let's go ho- let's go home. Yeah, let's go home. Home? Oh, I guess she's just taking her home. We're home. We're home. What? <laughs> what happened? What I miss? <laughs> well, one thing I was kind of piecing together was how every character you can do a lateral move to a character in dragon ball because we watched the first season of dragon ball for this podcast we we reviewed it like akane that she's my favorite and she's she's bulma arale is definitely goku uh you could probably say that uh well i mean they're the straight the the hot blonde chick is straight up launch from dragon ball they made two of them in this show. <laughs> like, you, did you guys put those pieces together? It's pretty obvious. I mean, I don't have much experience with Dragon Ball, so not particularly. But I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like, like you reuse, reusing characters. Well, not even reusing characters, but having characters based on the same idea. I mean, fucking, oh no, dead yeah. with Gunbuster and Ava. Like, uh, pretty common. Yeah, yeah, it's quite Dragon Ball-ish. When did Dragon Ball start? Dragon Ball started, I think, in 85. Did it not? I don't know. Dragon time. 86. 86. 86. Ah, I I was in the ballpark. An entire year of God. You don't even know when Dragon Ball started? Shame. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so the main character, Ar- Arale. Pros and cons. Yes. Given to me. <sighs> um, good question. <laughs> like, did you find her... Because the whole purpose of the show is comedy. And it's clearly uh, for very young children. So it's no, like, we really. are not the prime target audience, clearly. But yeah, do you... you like, if you're really back to what I said... <laughs> Yes, but if you were like, could you see yourself maybe as a child and gravitating no. towards this kind of show or the character of Arale? Like, would you no. find her funny and entertaining? No, I don't think I would. 
I really do not think I would. I like. I don't even like. I'm struggling to find to find like because part of me wants to be like ah you know she is kind of she lacks common sense she's naive she's but it's like it'll just go back to that. she's stupid she's fucking stupid and I can't stand that sort of I nothing about that shit is fun it's like. Ah, look, she got crushed, but it's okay. She is super strong. Yeah, I, I'm just sitting there like, I, I don't see the fun in this. What am I... It's, where's the fucking humor? I, I don't see it. So no, I don't really have any pros. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I wasn't, I wasn't that kind of kid when I was young. So I don't think I would gravitate towards it. Maybe towards the show itself? Sure. I would have to be real. Although it's really clogged up with weird stuff in the background. It's uh, just nonstop slapstick. And that's yeah, where it I, loses me. Yeah, I I prefer I, I prefer cleaner aesthetic shows even when I was a kid. I prefer better stories even as a kid. Fucking I like I like Digimon over fucking Pokemon because it had a better story. <laughs> Uh. Uh, no, even like if you understand, like, oh, the show, it's not trying to accomplish anything. Just I know that's what I'm saying. I would even as a kid, I would not like this. Yeah, I would kind. I, I guess I would watch. I wouldn't. But it's I, not. I it's would... not something that I was like, oh man, this would be my favorite show as a kid because it's way too clogged up with so much thing happening in the background. But at the same time, like the. Senbei and Anatoly interactions, I think, would be. I would have a kick out of it. You're gonna like that's the it. Only so way I guess I that's, see... that's the positive part. Problem is everything's so clogged with a bunch of things, and there's a bunch of poop jokes. I never thought poop jokes were fun. Jokes. There was a uh, yeah, whole no, lot like, of poop jokes in it. There's a whole lot of poop jokes, but like again, because the the entire thing, like the only place I can see myself, like the only time in my life I can see myself getting a kick out of the show and enjoying the show would be roughly around the same time in which I watched the fucking Teletubbies on TV, which was when I was too young to fucking understand any anything, and I the only thing I was reacting to was the fucking colors, because I fucking that's that's essentially what the Teletubbies existed at, uh, existed as. It wasn't so much about what the fuck was going on, it was just, hey look, weird looking thing, bright colors, kids love that. But no, after anything later than that, then no, I don't see myself this is this is not my kind of show. It has never been my kind of show. The comedy isn't funny. Like I sort of get a kick about the about making jokes over the fucking like um, borderline copyright copyright issues that they're going into. But except for that, not there really isn't anything for me for me here to like because obviously it's not for me. But I just don't see me ever fucking being a mark for the show it doesn't do anything like slapstick was not a thing when i was a kid like it was it was but it wasn't a thing that i watched it wasn't a thing that we were getting on tv it's not a type of humor that we were we were getting yeah no i i can't see myself ever watching the show on the flip side by the way the the manga is quite fun uh at least my opinion I mean, yeah, so we, had, we had a much though, easier time with the I wouldn't manga. Watch, I wouldn't watch the show. I wouldn't watch the movies. 
as a kid, but I would buy the manga every week, every like weekly chapter. Mm. Or the, the compilation, the the Takobon version of it, I'll 100% buy it. No problem at all. Just like the the four comma four panels uh, kind of comics, I'll 100% get that. I'll 100% get Doctor Slump in the manga version. 100%. Every single release. No problem at all, because I think the funny, it's quite funny, the manga. It doesn't really translate that well here it just looks like a drug-induced fever dream yeah i think i think definitely my biggest disconnect was arale is and most of the cast is just too stupid and there's no there's never any real dialogue that ensues it's just non-stop in your face just stuff happening for the sake of randomness and uh. I'm sh- I'm 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 almost shocked that maybe it's just a pro like this is what I was thinking about. Maybe this is just a straight up product of the era of when it came out in the early eighties when there just wasn't a whole lot of this going on. And as soon as some as soon as like the late eighties happened, mid to late eighties, there just wasn't enough of this because, you know, you had uh shows like Ranma that really took off. And another show I com- I was tr- trying to just compare in my head, like why do I like Uritsa Yatsura so much more when that's slapstick comedy. Well, it's because at times there's actually messages they're trying to get across and actual dialogue happening and the characters just are perceived as not toddlers at uh, either. So it just connects a little bit better, I think, uh, to a, well, I don't want to say older audience, but I'm like, what was the audience of Dr. Slump. Was it five-year-olds? That's what I think it was. So just not for us. Yeah, just not for us. The manga is still. I like the manga. I would recommend the manga. Not so much the movies or the I'm the same way. Series. I'm the same way. Although I did I did quite enjoy movie three. Movie three is fine. Yeah. It was like what what is that Hanabera? Cartoon? Yeah, wacky races. Wacky races with speed racing. No, but wacky races. Less deaths. You got Dick Dastardly and and uh, Penelope Pit Stop. You got all those, and that that I was thinking the exact same thing while watching this. Like, okay, yeah, I can yeah. I can get behind this movie. This is good. this is fine. So, I think overall, I just gave it kind of a five out of ten. I didn't know really what else to do with it. Just average, just slapstick comedy show. Couldn't get into it the way I wanted to. Uh, not quite what I expected, but the manga was definitely much more fun, and we did we did cover that on a past episode. What What about you guys? Yeah, pretty much. I, uh... I'll give it a four. It did everything. Mm-hmm. None of it is really well done, but it did everything. Manga is still quite good. That is all. Nah. I basically, like I said, I didn't really feel that I was in a position to really fucking review this show because, goddamn it, it's just not for me. It's not trying to be for me. It's nothing, nothing here for me. So I was just sitting here, it's like I don't have a fucking, I don't really have anything to say about this show other than it's basically the same as Jay said. It's fives across the board except for the fifth movie, which I gave a four because at that point I, I was so fucking burnt out on this, I just couldn't fucking take it anymore. 
that dropped the score. But yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said at the top of the podcast, next episode. We are going to do the Evangelion rebuild movies. All four of them. Kind of, I guess it's just kind of a, a thoughts over the show, and basically, I think sticking to kind of the final movie since it's such a important thing in anime going on. And we'll kind of give our basic basic thoughts over uh, the first three. But yeah, we're we're going to be going over the rebuild movies. Uh, hope you enjoy that show. That's what we're doing next time. See you, everybody. Peace. Goodbye.